Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one loving page of Talmud every day. And on today's super-sized edition, we have so many days of holiday interrupting our regular flow. But worry not, because today love is in the air. And not just love, but also cash. Have a listen. The Gemara discusses the background for the rule that the husband's property is mortgaged for the marriage contract. Rav Yehuda said, At first, they would write for a virgin 200 dinars and for a widow 100 dinars. They would then demand that this amount be available in cash, and then the men would grow old and would not marry women, as they did not all possess such large sums of money, until Shimon ben Shatach came and instituted an ordinance that a man need not place the money aside in practice. Rather, all of his property is guaranteed for her marriage contract, a passage soon to be a romantic comedy starring Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts. This is so intricate and so interesting, this idea of love and marriage meeting cash and credit, that I had to call the one person who makes sense of all the universe's mysteries, large and small, romantic and earthly. He is, of course, our great teacher, and dear friend, Rabbi David Bashevkin, how is your holiday season? Absolute pleasure and joy as all ha- holiday seasons go. I was about to say, is there anything more gentilic than, than talking about the Tishrei holidays as the holiday season? There's nothing more joyous. And really, Tishrei is all about our union with God and the Jewish people. And there is no greater analogy and conceptual framework to approach this time of year when we literally look at Sukkot is like our Sheva Brachos, those seven days of celebration following the wedding that is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is described in the Talmud as a day of a marriage between the Jewish people and God, and the seven days of celebration that traditionally follow a wedding are actually, that, that's Sukkot. That's where we just sit and celebrate the bride and groom, the Jewish people and God, and really bask in one another's presence. And on our page of Talmud, we are talking about that relationship and how the evolution of the Kasuba reflected the sanctity and essential component quality of Jewish relationships and Jewish marriage. There is a balance that Kasubas have evolved over the generations, which is discussed in this passage. It used to be that Ksuba was given, it was just, uh, you know, 200 coins and you would be able to just do it really easily. But the problem was, is that it became very easy to divorce your wives. Marriages would dissipate very quickly if it was just, let me write you a check. How much is this going to cost me? $500? Okay, let's do it. And the marriage was over. And then on the flip side, if it became too onerous and you needed to mortgage all of your property and give everything over, then people were worried to even enter into relationships altogether. And I think this gets to the heart of what the kasuba is trying to preserve and what it is trying to remind us. A kasuba is designed to be an entry point, easy enough of a commitment in a very real tangible sense that the marriage is accessible but also a real responsibility but difficult enough that it can't just be resolved. The marriage can't just be destroyed, so to speak, 
with just writing a check very easily. And they tried to balance these two competing concerns to encourage the responsibility and the real engagement with marriage while also not making it too easy to unwind a marriage. You know, there's a really interesting discussion that has been going on in newspapers and in magazines over a term called ghosting. Ghosting is when you are in a relationship that is hot and heavy, it's wonderful, you're texting, you're seeing each other, you're in love, and then all of a sudden one party in the relationship disappears. One party in the relationship goes dark. And there was a really fascinating conversation about whether this constitutes a form of emotional abuse to unwind a marriage so suddenly and so quickly without saying anything. And I believe in many ways the Ksuba is the answer to ghosting. What the Ksuba is doing is a reminder that a relationship doesn't just disappear. Because when it existed, it was so real. It was such a tangible union. Dare I say it was a covenant. It was creating a union between two humans, two individuals intertwining their lives. That if we are to take marriage seriously, then the dissipation of marriage, the unwinding of the miracle of marriage, the unwinding of the mystery of marriage requires effort as well. It is the very sanctity of marriage which requires us to ensure that a marriage can't just disappear into thin air. These were lives that created something that was greater than any two of the individuals alone. We do, of course, allow for divorce. We understand the importance in many circumstances for divorce. But divorce is a process. Divorce is not just a check that you sign out and you walk in your other ways. You can't just ghost one spouse for long enough and hope that they find somebody else and just stop texting and stop calling and stop writing. It is the sanctity of marriage and the knowledge that marriage is not a union of products. It is not a union of customers who are able to fill one another's needs. If I have a product I don't like, a car, a couch, a piece of electricity, Electronics technology, and I don't like it, I either return it, put it back in the Amazon package that I got it, and send it back, throw it in the garbage, it's finished, it's done. That's when customers and consumers get together. But a marriage is a covenant. A marriage is a union of two lives, and to unwind a marriage is the unwinding of mystery and a miracle. It is a covenantal relationship where two people are getting together and creating something that is beyond both of them individually. And that is why Shimon ben Shatach had to get up on this final page that we are reading today and ensure that marriages can't disappear too easily. We have to make sure that the same way that there is a tangibility, something essential being created with a marriage, that in order to dissipate a marriage, it can't just be with a snap of a finger. It has to be unwound. Rabbi David Bashevkin, as ever, Thank you so much for this beautiful, beautiful teaching. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. 
The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic, and we will see you again soon.